What do you do with an arts degree? I'm still not sure I know I skip three years worth of lectures Just to binge watch awful shows There must be some scholarship For accruing worthless knowledge It's my only talent, honey That and losing money Let your excess hex debts rest And then just join us while we start On our bachelor Bachelor Hello and welcome back to Bachelor of Hearts, a brand new Bachelor Australia podcast from current Bachelor and future Bachelor of Arts, Xavier Rebetsky Noonan. Hello, that's me. Remember, you've heard this intro lots of times by this point. I imagine. Uh, and joining me, as always, is current Bachelor of Arts and former Bachelor, Max Quinn. I'm doing the thing where I, like, fist pump in the air for myself right now. Like, oh, yeah. Like the whoop whoop. Whoop whoop. <laughs> Thank you for demonstrating it. Yeah, that's... Um, yeah, um, but there was a lot of, like, arm swinging, save a horse, ride a cowboy stuff going on right now. I was trying to do the same thing when I introduced myself, but I kind of just did it with my legs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, I got in a bit of a tangle with all my cables and wires and whatnot. Okay, well, um, you've So, if you could it. send some help, I can't I can't actually get off off the ground right now. Okay. Um, um, well, I'm sort look. of slunked back onto the floor and uh, I'm getting, like, the, the chairs of the table and stuff are somehow working their way into it. I, I could really use a hand. Okay, well, I'll see what I can do about that. I bought a spoon to work this week that was too big um, and I needed someone to help me with that because I was trying to eat breakfast but it wouldn't fit in my mouth. Well, here's the thing about Max Quinn, um, listeners, if you don't know it, like, obviously, he's got the gift of the gab, like, when it comes to being an audio boy and being on radio and all this stuff. Hello. Uh, he's really got it. Yes, Max um, Quinn. Hello. Yes. Radio professional and, and talking boy. Good but, day. Hello, um, Max when it, Quinn. Well, when it comes to cramming stuff in that gob, though, like, when it comes to actual spatial capacity... There's almost nothing there. It's 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 kind of a miracle. Yeah. It's like uh it's like the opposite of uh like Narnia, like or or like the TARDIS. Like it's smaller on the inside <laughs> somewhere. Yeah, and I'm you shit just wonder at like where all that Yeah, you're terrible at Tetris, except when you eat the pieces, um, at which point you're very good at because That's it, true. Just, they don't stack up. I love eating the mm. pieces. Hey, speaking of love, um, <laughs> Don't you and I love this TV show, The Bachelor? Hello, here we are, Max Quinn. Hello, me. <laughs> Radio. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, let's do it. Show. Let's talk about it. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a couple of things to talk about this week. Um, one thing that we like doing at the top of the show is just saying goodbye. Um, so, you know, having a, a really fond send-off for some of the people that um, were not able to continue being on the program Um Thanks to, <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, so this week Kiki and Steph went home, um, and Steph is one of our new uh, intruders, um, and Kiki's been around since the start, um, and now they're not there, and they have to go to their house now. <laughs> well, they they're gone. Goodbye. Yeah. Bye, guys. We'll always remember things about you. Do you um, were you particularly shocked at either of these departures, Avi? No, not at all. It's it's very strange because right now we're we're quite late in the game. Like we're down to it's a final five at, at the end of this these two episodes. Um, it's crazy to think that we're still sending home people who are like getting a real background edit or just 
kind of obvious picks or, you know, like, because the intruders are all got to go home. It's not going to be an intruder winner. It never happens. Um, and Kiki's got to go because she's got brown hair. We've said it before. She just doesn't fit in. Doesn't quite fit. Um, also, a bit boring. Old Keeks didn't get much of an edit, didn't mm. get much of time mm. with Richie. Um, pretty crazy that she was kept along for the ride. And then when she was actually sent packing, she was like, oh, well, cool. See ya. Yeah, she was. There's no heartbreak like, well, there. No, no, not really. No and tantrum so as in a, the cab on the way home. Yeah, so as a viewer, you're like, you know, well, I'm not going to have my tantrum. <laughs> um, if she's not, you know, what's the point? Exactly. Yeah, I feel like I've got a lot of pent up aggression from these two mm. episodes. Mm. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I've got some fucking pent up aggression as well. If we, I often think, like, we seem a little bit muted at the top of the show. Like, we're just kind of catching up and, like, you know, me and Max don't get to see each other very often because we live in different cities now. It's true. So, at the top of the show, we're always just like, oh, it's nice, you know, oh, we watched the same TV show this week. And then once <laughs> we get into it, it's just vitriol. <laughs> I, don't know if, I don't know if that's the kind of podcast people like to listen to. But, I think uh, well, that people yeah. um, generally are attracted to things that slowly devolve over time. Yeah, it's that's like true. Actually, opposite yeah. Darwinism. Yeah, it's like um, it's like why I still watch SNL and The Simpsons. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. Um, oh, one other thing, actually. Oh yeah, um, this is the other big news this week because yeah. well, let's be honest, Steph wasn't going to win. See you later. Mm. Um, wait, what are you talking about? Well, like the news is the news that we are going to talk about, as I assume it is the news. Um, mm-hmm. That's right. My friend Max Quinn, Radio Boy, uh, his new single got played on no, Triple J. No, that's not right? what it was. That's not the news. Oh, how exciting. That wasn't Great job. the news. Well Goodness gracious. Isn't it crazy to think that that happened only because last week I asked all of our podcast listeners to check out that single? And, it's then, crazy. and then there you go. Suddenly, yeah, yeah. Suddenly. Look, you've done a really, really uh, good thing there. And thank you to the listeners of the podcast for getting behind me in such a, uh, <laughs> such a massive way. All I can think is that someone at Triple J was listening to our podcast on the job, and then when I said that they should go and check out Max Quinn's new single, the only way that they could think to do that, like the only mechanism available to them for them to listen to that, was just to play it um, and turn off the podcast yep. and play you on Triple J. At one o'clock um, in the morning. So, yeah. So, you're welcome. Uh, yeah, that happened. Uh, <laughs> I'm stoked about it. It was cool. <laughs> I know you didn't want to. <laughs> you didn't bring it up. You don't nope. have to talk about it. Nope. Nope. Um, oh, yeah. The other thing is that there's a new Let's Seasons talk about the AB. actual news. Yeah. We've been renewed. That's right. Yeah. Um, the, the network has come back and they've said, boys, you're doing great numbers. Um, we love the stuff where you make Max uncomfortable. Yep. Um, we, we love the parts where you're too hungover to record a show. Probably. <laughs> um, so we want more. Um, so yeah, breaking news. This has just been sort of, we, we just got some more information and details about season two of The Bachelorette this morning. Um, it will premiere this September 21st, um, which I assume means it'll be like directly after this season of The Bachelorette with no gap. Um, I'd say so. You might, you might have a week in between drinks. Yeah. Which I, God knows what they're going to air, but, um, I have a (laughs) feeling they'll probably just... There'll be some special. It'll be like, are you smarter than a fifth grader, the 10th year anniversary or some shit? (laughs) That sounds great. Yeah. Are you smarter than what now amounts to a 15th grader? Yeah. Which is like somebody who finished university. Are we on the show? We are on the show. That's what I'm trying to tell you, Xavier. We have been, not only have we been renewed for season two of the Bachelor of Hearts podcast, Uh covering the Bachelorette Australia season two. Mm -hmm. We're going to be on on channel 10 in Wednesday night in a few weeks. They couldn't wow. think of anything to put in between. They couldn't come up with an after the final rose concept that worked. So and they were like, 
these guys know a lot about The Bachelor. Let's let's not use that. Let's not make it a Bachelor theme show in any way. Let's talk no. about let's talk about apples. Let's talk about pencils. Yep, rulers. it's uh, variety hour. Are you smarter than fifth uh-huh. grader? All crammed into one. Where it's gonna be great. Now? Yep, <laughs> this is your life. Uh, yeah. Um, also, Burke's backyard. Mm. Oh, that's a fun combo. Smash them up. Yep. Yep. It'll be great. Um. So the Bachelorette. Um. In this post. Uh. That that went up on social media. We also get to see the 16 men who will be vying for Georgia Love's affection on this season, which like, I don't know. Do we want to talk about this now or... Let's um, dig in. We've got a few okay, minutes. So, Let's dig in. Yeah. So, I mean, we're going to keep our podcast going. We're going to talk about this more, obviously. Um, but, I mean, yeah, let's let's just dig into the whitest man you've ever seen in your life. It does seem like uh, the band The Whitest Boy Alive, uh, in fact, have been cast on the show. Mm. And it's cool to see sketch group Whitest Kids You Know are also uh, part of the the group here as well. Um, It's just going to be an interesting meeting of the minds, you know, Um, sketch comedy and uh, what what is the band? I don't know the Whitest... You know the Whitest Boy Alive? No. Is uh, it your band name? No. Is that your new band name? That's kind of true, but I feel like... um if I was still, if I still lived in Ballina, I might have the nickname Casper by now because I am painfully white, and <laughs> lots of my friends from school are like I can see through you. Ugh. Yeah, um, maybe they're just talking yeah, about your personality, tra- transparent, yeah. you know, political beliefs. Yeah, and I was like, oh, can you? Cool, thanks. Rate me on iTunes. Um, mm. Yeah, it was great. High school was a fun time. Um, mm. Yeah, this cast is exceptionally white. There is uh, oh, n- one notably Hispanic man named Carlos. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think the only other thing that we can draw from it is that everyone is white. Most of uh-huh. them are wearing bow ties. Um, and there is one other ethnic minority that I would like to point out. Yeah, there's one group that's really like getting a bit of a short shrift on this one. Like for some reason, just getting really underrepresented. And we've seen this before on TV. It's a problem. Max, tell us about it. There's only one blonde man on this season of The Bachelorette. Yeah. Can you fucking believe that? I'm sick of blondes being underrepresented on dating reality TV shows on Network 10 that air on Wednesdays at 7.30pm. Give the me the more bachelor. fucking blondes. More blondes, please. And do you know what's hey, worse? Hey, Frank. He Frank Ocean, more blonde, please. More blonde, please. Ben uh-huh. is the blonde man. He's above the age of 30, which doesn't sit mm-hmm. well with me. Where are the blondes that we have between the ages of 20 and 25 and 30? Where are the beach babe boys? They're going to get our hearts pumping this summer or during spring uh, on TV. <laughs> um, another thing, I mean, I hate to bring it back to this point or anything. Mm. Like, I don't I don't want to cause too much controversy or be, like, pe- have people think that I'm being reductive or whatever. Yep. But, like, I actually am pretty surprised that they can get away with something like this with doing, like, I get it. It's 2016 and fucking social justice warriors run the world or whatever. But, like, why do we have to have a gender-swapped, like, all-female bachelorette version Um it actually kind of feels like it's ruining my childhood, Max. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, Swing it's going to be a fun time. Yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Um, it's going to be really fun, and I, I just want to say as well, like this would be a really great opportunity for us to sort of increase our reach and our listenership. This feels gross, but like if there's any way that you can trick any of your friends into listening, we'd really appreciate it. Um, and, and you know, like the start of a new season is a good time to start listening to the show. Sure, so it's like we- Clean Up Australia Day or Plant a Tree Day or any of those things. If you plant one little tree by leaving a five-star review on iTunes and mm-hmm. eventually the whole world has the oxygen that we uh, breathe into your lungs. 
That's right. And we'll feel that goodwill all throughout the year, even though it's just for one day. I am a beautiful um, tree. Yeah, dude. Nice limbs. Yeah, I'm coming into flower soon. It is spring. Ooh, Ooh la la. I, I can't know. Wait. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ooh, actually, next week I'm coming into flower because it's going to be my birthday. I think we might even be recording like on my birthday. On Thursday? Uh, Oh, no. My birthday's on Friday. Mm-mm. Well, he might put out an episode on my birthday. Hey, everyone, it's my birthday. Give me a fucking five-star review, yeah, yeah. baby. Give him everything that he wants for his birthday because he's a beautiful man and he deserves it. That's right. And also, I'm a spoiled little child. Even though I look <laughs> like a grown-up, I need to be taken care of. <laughs> I hate this show. <laughs> Fuck, we have to start talking about it. Xavier, why, where, um, how come... I have so many questions about why <laughs> you weren't cast on this season of The Bachelorette. Just mm. before we dive into this show. Why weren't you cast? Where do you think the the application process went wrong? I don't know. I mean, I filled out a questionnaire. I did the audition. I slept with as many people that seemed to show interest and wanted me to do that for them. Yep. Um, but I think... I think Seems like I don't want right to say things. it's a racial thing. <laughs> I don't want to say it's like a gender thing, but I do feel like people like me aren't really being put on TV anymore, and that makes me sad. Mm, mm. White, um, cis, hetero... Uh, uh-huh. Boys with glasses between the age of twenty and thirty. I mean, I basically just mean people who can't afford a suit. Because <laughs> like, there's one thing that binds all these fucking white men together is like they have enough money for a suit, and that's fun. Uh, th- yeah, that ain't me. I wish the real the real bachelors of Australia. Maybe uh, we can get some be. of that sweet suit sponsorship. Ooh, that's not a bad idea. Those companies that are like. Oh, the best suit that you've ever had, and we can tailor it for you, and we'll send it to you for four easy payments of whatever. Yeah. Let's get one of those. Maybe we should start one. What if we became sort of tailors? Okay, I think that's a good idea. Um, It's a bit of a sidestep. I'll (laughs) I'll admit that. (laughs) It does seem like a weird thing so that we can add on something that nobody really wants to hear to our podcast. Um, But I'm... Look, I'm willing to go there. I think... I think with a podcast like ours, um, (laughs) there's just so much space and room for us to explore... You that's know, true, and, yeah. And find what we're good at, because isn't that what an arts degree is all about? That's exactly what it is. It's, a, it's much about finding what you don't want to do as, as much as it is finding out what you do want to do. Sure. So, sometimes you have to take on something. You know, life's, life's not all... What was it? Oh, this would be really funny if I could remember what that quote was from this episode. Pancakes and... Pancakes and lollipops. There we go. There we go. All right, well... <laughs> Sorry, listen. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, uh, yeah. what about you, though? How come you're not on The Bachelorette? I guess because you're in a happy and committed and stable relationship. Yeah, yeah. I've got my own Georgia, uh, who's also called Georgia. Aww. It's going to be very confusing. Um, oh, that's true. Yeah, over the course of the season. Um, I'm going to be like, I love you, Georgia. And the woman on the TV is just not going to say anything back. Yeah, that's heartbreaking. That's really, yeah, it's really hard. Um, and then my girlfriend will get, like, like jealous of me, like, because mm-hmm. Georgia from the TV is going to be like, Oh, I love you, Cameron. And I'm going to be like, I love you. Oh, wait. No, oh. that's not that's yeah. not me. Oh, no. Is there a Max in this? No, nah, there bunch? isn't a Max. There isn't a Xavier. There is not an XRN in this cast. Um, no. And I would just like to uh, say in uh, a very quick amount of time, I'm very happy in my relationship. I love you, Georgia. Bye. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's well, very nice. Now, yeah. now do some impressions. <laughs> so <she has> to <laughs> <laughs> what um, impressions? Squattish? <laughs> Oh, boy. All right. Well, I don't know what that was. 
Well, Xavier, why don't we get into the episode? Because uh, there were two this week, as there are every week, and I think it was a tale of two episodes, uh, more so than any two that we've seen back to back this season. <laughs> a tale of two episodes. It's like a uh, uh, the best of times, worst of times thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was literally the worst of episodes, and then the best of yeah. episodes. I think that yeah. this, this week we saw the worst episode of the season, the most boring and predictable episode of the season in the one that aired on Wednesday night, episode eleven, and then episode okay. twelve was sick as. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, I thought um, it was good. Thought it was I, fun. I, yeah. Well, you know, we'll get to it in the recap. But All right. Yeah, there's a couple. They had a couple of problems with uh, the second episode <laughs> this week, but <laughs> we'll get around to it. Um, okay. But let's. Yeah, you're right. Let's jump in. Um, this is the Bachelor Australia season four episode eleven. Whoop, this whoop. is my new announcer voice. It's not very good. <laughs> uh, um, let's dig sorry. in. Let's be quick about yeah, this let's one. It was so bad. <laughs> the um. So the remaining women are sitting together outside. At this point, there are seven of them. Um, Steph says that she's stoked that she's the last intruder standing, um, but she wonders if she will always be considered an intruder by the other girls, even 10 years down the line. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, there's a TV show to do. Um, Osha Ginsberg, who in my opinion is actually very cool. Um, I know I've said it before, but I w- actually will say it again. Cool man. Beautiful man. Nice man. Cool guy. Very good. Yep. Um, he strolls out. He looks, you know, he looks casual, but handsome. Um, and he drops off a single date card for Nikki. Um, who hasn't had a date since that notebook boat date in remember in, remember in, in week one, I think? Oh, wow. Um, yes, I remember that. God, doesn't that feel like a long time ago now? Forever. Really, really long. Yeah, it was like less than less than six weeks, probably less than a month. Forever. Anyway, um, Nikki uh, waits by the side of the road as Richie drives up to her in an old-timey antique car. Um, so we're going to have more petrol this date, um, like we've talked about before. Uh, the number plate is 28 Moon, which is sort of funny, I guess. Like, mooning is a butt thing. Yep. I'm, I'm going to give him partial credit. Yeah, give him a butt joke. That's fine. Yeah. Um, Richie gets out and brags about the date that he's planned for her. He hasn't planned anything. Hasn't done anything. Um, so, they drive off together. Um, there's lots of honking of the, like, horn uh, and grinding of the sort of dusty old gears. And, and the horn is, is, like, one of those, like, got like, one of those old-timey <laughs> ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that was... That was bang on. Thank you. Um, yeah, you could tell the sound designer was like really, really having a field day with this one. Like he was finally <laughs> allowed to stretch his muscles um, or her muscles. We don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, they they stop off at the Settlers Arm Inn. No, the Settlers Arms Inn in Saint Albans. It's not Mudgy. No, it's miles, my, even even kilometers from uh, from Mudgy. <laughs> Um, so this is one of the oldest pubs in rural New South Wales, established 1836. Sure. Uh, and it's the third oldest pub in Australia. So naturally we see Nikki drinking what is clearly a five seeds out of the bottle. Uh, and it looks like Richie's drinking a schooner of Tui's New or something like that. It's Very like, good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is what you do when you go to the oldest, like third oldest pub in Australia. <laughs> um, you ask for what's in the fridge. Um, they have what Nikki says is a good chat, um, but it feels really forced, man. He like she says he's perfect for her. He agrees they're a perfect match. Uh, I don't remember any of this, and this happened a couple of days ago. Max, do you remember this conversation? Nope. No. So anyway, so Nikki and Richie are enjoying a glass of wine on a like a bale of hay outside. You know, like like people do. Like Jump people down, just sit turn around, around, pick a bale of hay. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Richie has another special surprise. Um, apparently uh the morrisons um which is another band that i'm somewhat familiar with are you i've uh, never heard of the morrisons 
I've heard of them, I think, because I work in a music store and we just have everything. Sure. Um, uh, they're just a country. They're in the country section. I don't know. They play some country, like, folk sort of style music. Um, they mentioned that they're available for weddings, which I think is actually quite cute. That's, that's, that's very that's cute. That's a fun line. Yeah. Um, so Nikki and Richie do some sort of goofy dancing and then like inexplicably they switch to doing some slow dancing, even though the music is still this like upbeat thigh slap and country music, um, which is weird. Uh, and at this point, Nikki really wants to let Richie know that quote, she doesn't want to have regrets. And so that if he chooses her quote, he will have all of her. Yeah. Now what? that's so, okay. I guess. I mean, what? What do you mean, though? Like, I guess she means, like, I'm all in, baby. Is she talking about her butt? I don't want to just say it. I didn't even think of the butt. Oh, well, I mean, neither did I. I something, that, <laughs> something I read online. Whatevs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I didn't even... I, yeah, I think she was just sort of like, here we go. This is This is me. Have all of me. I'm wrapping yeah. myself around you like a koala and never yeah. letting go. I mean, yeah, I get it. I get it. There's there's something to that. It just comes out strange, and I think they haven't edited it well or something. So if there's any context, it's really uh, just kind of just seems like it comes out of nowhere. It's a little bit strange. It felt like um, she said that and nothing else interesting over the course of whatever that conversation was, and so the editors kind of shoehorned it in there. Yeah. Like, yeah, and it almost sounds like it, it means al- something. Yeah, and it almost makes it feel like that was the only thing she had sort of prepared to talk about or yes, whatever. Like, absolutely. Um, which may or may not be true, we don't know. Um, but yeah, that's kind of all we get out of that. Or perhaps um, the only thing that is uh, airworthy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sense, because yeah. it does seem like Nikki is just a very nice, sweet woman. Um, yeah. And a lot she of... She smiles a lot yeah. and goes along with things. And Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't think that there's anything particularly wrong with that, but it might not be particularly good television. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of good television, The Bachelor, who they chose to be on this show, um, <laughs> he uh, he says uh, that Nikki is um, incredibly beautiful, actually. Ooh, interesting. Interesting. Take um, note of that word, beautiful, uh, because mm. we're going to use a different adjective later, and I want to see if we can compare. Okay, okay. Um, do drink, though, by the way, uh, or <laughs> check off your bingo, bingo card or whatever. Um, so he says he's not after a girl for a good time. He's looking for a girl for a future, and she could be that girl. He's here um, for a long time and not a good time? Yeah, I think that's <laughs> that's right. All right. Um, so he he gives her a rose. Um, they kiss. Uh, and she, uh, somewhat surprisingly, she says to camera that she's fallen in love. That's nice. Ding, ding, ding. That's ding, our ding. first L word. It is our first love. Um, no one's told That's Richie not what that the L word is on that TV show, the L word, by the way. It's a different no, no. L-word. I think that's a different word. Yeah. Um, yeah that and word the big C, like... also a different word. <laughs> different word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that was kind of it, I think, for that, mm-hmm. right? There wasn't so, anything particularly, she says she's in love, and that's kind of nice and cool, I guess. Is love real, Max? I think that she's let herself <laughs> get swept away a little bit in the fantasy of what Richie appears to be versus the thing that Richie apparently is. Yeah, dude, they've they've spent like two days together where there yeah. haven't also been like ten other women around. Yeah, Um, um that boat date where they kind of just hung out and yep. then sat this the one boat. where they kind of just hung out. Yep. And sat in some hay. Yeah. So I don't know if I buy it really. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't necessarily if she's like faking it either. I just think she's sort of 
maybe is being fed that or she's sort of a little bit misguided or whatever. It doesn't yeah. it doesn't suit my definition of love, although I shouldn't <laughs> necessarily prescribe that onto anyone that I happen to be watching on TV. Yeah, I guess like when you agree to go on a show like this, this is what you're looking for and you're sort of like predisposed to be in love with this person as soon yeah. as they well, walk into true. the house. Do you know what I mean? Like you're like, it's well, this point. is the yeah. man and he's the whole package. So yeah. obviously I have to love him. And everyone's telling me to love him and like if I don't do it, everyone else is gonna do it and stuff. Like Yeah, you know. yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah. I think that's fine for Nikki. She seems nice and cute and cool, and those are none of the things that uh, Richie appears to be. So, um, mm. opposites attract. Yeah, I don't see it. <laughs> I don't see it working. <laughs> but I mean, you hardly ever do on this show. Do it's you? true. It's true. Um, so anyway, we have a fucking obstacle course to talk about. We should hurry up. <laughs> um, Richie wants to get quote down and dirty with the girls. <laughs> Um, so they have what's called a Tough Mudder course. Um, that's a, that's a tie-in. That's a brand. Have you heard of this thing before? Yeah, so much. So much. I come from the country. Um, people in the country love Tough Mudder. Yeah. Um, it's something where you go and you do a big athletic obstacle course and like there's lots of mud. Um, and like, I think it is much more than what the, the show made it out to be. I think it's a lot tougher. Yeah, you could I be think right. That um, the mudder is a lot tougher, and as the girls are like, "Man, this tough mudder is so hard." This is this. I feel like right around the country there are gym bros uh, racing mm. to their soapbox to be like, "How fucking dare you?" Yeah, how uh, dare you yeah. insult the good name of tough mudder industries? <laughs> um, yeah, I do. This isn't my cup of tea, really. You haven't done one, have you? Oh God, no, no, no. No, that's not to say you're not a tough. Mother. <laughs> um, so anyway, El- Elena is kind of the only one who's realistic about how much this thing looks like it sucks. Like, yep. Because th- it's not a date. Like, there's no-, no... Nothing about The Bachelor seems to tie in with doing a Tough Mudder course. It's really just game show nonsense. And it does um, seem like there have been two dates overall this season. And one of them is sitting in a boat. And the other yeah. one is doing a weird athletic thing where you can't see or talk to Richie. I don't get it. It's not very romantic to me, but whatever. Um, one good thing, Osha, who, in my opinion, he's actually quite a cool guy. Ah, um, see, this is, I wasn't sure what you thought about Osha, but it is cool to yeah. know that you think that he's a cool guy. Yeah, well, here's the thing. Like, I've said it before, and actually, I probably will say it again, um, that I think he's actually a very cool guy. Yeah. So, um, Osha reveals that the ladies won't be competing against each other. They have to work together as a team. Wow. Um, okay. That's a nice twist, I guess. It's not really a twist, but, you know. Um, Richie seems to want to to see them work together, too. um, But he also seems pretty keen on the idea of this, like, group of identical-looking, gorgeous blonde women getting all muddy and tussling their hair and all that stuff. Um, So, Osha says, um, while they enjoy the date, he's going to go have a cup of ginger tea and a lie down. Have I mentioned this guy is very good? He's the best. Nah, he is cool, I think. Yeah. I love this dude. Mm. Um, so everyone gets changed into their active wear and they all do this tough mudder obstacle course. They're jumping over walls. They're climbing through a mud pit. They're getting in each other's way. Um, Olena is slow at getting over the wall, but very fast at getting through the mud. How mysterious. How strange. Um, hmm, where does it come from? What do they teach in Ukraine? <laughs> uh, the final challenge uh, is a large pyramid that they have to scale by making a human ladder and pulling each other up. 
Richie is the last one left at the bottom um, to be pulled up. So there's a moment of planning uh, where Rachel mentions that being the only brunette left, um, she should be trusted with the strategic decisions. <laughs> um, very good. Very good, uh, Rachel. Um, Rachel, can I just say, rocked this date. Yeah, she was I agree. so good at doing the physical activities and having an actual strategy, and she should be on Survivor if she doesn't Ooh, win this show. Yeah, I think she's a bad good idea. And, and good at this. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like she probably, I think, over Elena deserved to get picked because the whole thing with Elena was like she was like promoted in the ads to be. It was like, what will Elena do? And realistically, yeah. what she did was every the same thing that all of the other women did, just mm-hmm. not as well as Rachel did it. Yeah, basically. Mm. Um, so in a voiceover, Alex says that Elena has been behaving very mysteriously in the game. Um, and she wants to find out more about her motives. Um, if you guys are playing (laughs) a drinking game, um, please do. (laughs) If you, uh, if you want to know more about Elena's motives, text in. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. If you want to text me, I will talk to you about (laughs) any time of day. Um, at this point, at the end of the challenge as well, there's like a, there's like a fire hose, um, spray down to get off all the mud. Um, and I just thought it was really funny that I guess, I guess the makeup team comes back very, very quickly at this point too. Cause like that yeah. stuff isn't getting sprayed off. Honestly, uh, that's how you clean a dog and not how you clean a woman. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They really, I mean like they like, could just have a regular shower. I have a golden retriever and we pay a good amount of money every week to go to a specific place that has that exact service. The spray down. That is how you spray a dog. Yeah. And it in no way is Or how... a burning building. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he was just saying they're really hot or whatever, right? Mm, that's what it is. Mm. Richie's a very smooth operator. Um, so, yeah. So, Richie brings Elena to this nicely fairy lit setting mm-hmm. um, with an outdoor sofa um, to have some champers. This is one of the this is one of the fun things about The Bachelor is these little fake made up hangout spots. Sure. Um, they're just somewhere and they're just sitting there and they're being filmed. That's how the show works. Elena says she wants to go for it. She wants to not be scared. Um, she says that sometimes she confuses Richie by not talking about her emotions and feelings. Um, she was paying more attention to his relationships with the other girls than her relationship with Richie. Um, so Richie says, I know this scenario is intense um, while looking off camera, to which she agrees, so intense, um, which makes me think like there's some producers like prodding them, <laughs> like, pointing, pointing guns to their head or whatever. Um, so yeah, she doesn't want to freak herself out with too much emotion. So she, th- she takes things slow and steady. Richie says, I think about you all the time. I think you're... Max, say it with me. Absolutely gorgeous. Absolutely uh, gorgeous, and which is different to incredibly beautiful. That's true. Yeah, we we got to ra- rank these on the on the scale, right? On the scale, and I think that uh, if we're going here, I think that gorgeous is better than beautiful. I guess I got to say that's generally that's generally how I would lean, um, and I also kind of think that Richie might think Elena is hotter than Nikki. Why is that? I don't know. It's it's something about his like the level of intrigue that he has, and that he does a lot of them say that she is more mysterious a lot. And really, we have, I, I don't know if I've heard that. Mm, we like, and we have talked about how we thought that mysterious might just be code for hot and foreign. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. That's kind of where I'm basing that off. Like, mm-hmm. it, it just seems to be he's got this like you know very adolescent fascination with her. Um, and, the Ukrainian uh, woman. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, she is gorgeous. Like, that's not false. No. Um, 
but anyway, yeah. So so tonight, you know, he says tonight you're opening up so much more. Um, he gives her a rose. They kiss. That's how the show works. Good on you guys. Um, yeah, I don't know. How do we think about what do we think about Elena at this point in the competition? She's still a favorite, right? On the on the love leaderboard, she's been really high the last oh few God, weeks. We've the love in, leaderboard. Right? Let's check in right now because let me yeah. tell you, Elena still sitting on top with forty five percent of the vote. Right, yeah, that, I think that's what she had last time as well. It was, yes. And the 1% that Kiki uh, had has been no redistributed to Faith. Oh, Faith, she's bumped up a percent. Good Faith uh, has gone from 5% to 6%. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I know. Um, you Alex, and I, we still like Faith. Like, Yeah, I think, I think Faith, Faith is, is good. I think Faith is very good. She should win, um, but I don't yeah, think Yeah, I don't think soon. she will. No. Um, Nikki and Alex, uh, the other two, Rachel has 0% of the vote. Nikki's got 28, Alex has 21. Mm. Mm. Okay. Anyway, we should keep recapping. Okay. Um, we're up to the cocktail party. Uh, at this point, I, I don't want to go into the cocktail party too much. Um, the group are divided. You know, those, are, those who have had second single dates and those who haven't. Um, yeah, this is a bit tedious. Richie rocks up. He steals Rachel away. Um, the girls are all a little bit anxious. Um, they don't air a second of that conversation with Rachel, though. One thing I, I noticed, like, he, he goes up, talks to Rachel. They show him taking her away. And then it just cuts back to the girls all going, oh, I don't know. Oh, we're not going to. Oh. And then that's it. Okay. Well, two things about this. Number one, so funny that they then went on to air the part of the conversation where Rachel is leaving Richie and they're going back to the group and she's saying, I had such a nice chat with you. Yeah. Yeah. Very they funny. show that too. Very, Very funny. weird. Um, but also they needed to draw up some false sense of drama here because it was pretty obvious what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. We knew that it was going to be Kiki or Steph yeah. to go home this week because yeah. there was absolutely no way that it was going to be Faith. And I don't know yeah. why they picked Faith as the, like, the person to drum up here. Yeah, for some reason they they're trying to build up the tension that maybe Faith is going home. Makes they're, no they're sense. tossing around a few other people, like maybe it's yeah, maybe it's Rachel, maybe Steph, Kiki. But uh, yeah, I, I, Faith seems like a weird one to throw into the mix because she's been doing quite well. Everything that we've seen in the edit so far suggests that Faith is going to the final four. She's going to hometowns. Mm, yeah, I would say so. Yep. Um, um, and it just it was such a weird thing for me to think that you know they could edit someone in such a positive way and then all of a sudden need to manufacture some drama. And keep cutting to confessionals of her saying, oh, I haven't had a chance to talk to him tonight. Oh, I think I might be going home. Yeah. And it's so clear that the producers are just sort of manipulating her emotions to the side of stage and saying, you know, maybe it's you. Maybe it's you tonight. And she's getting worried about that and yeah. giving them what they want for the TV. But yeah. there's just like, there's no drama to this episode. And I think that it was flatly the most boring episode of the season. Yeah, I for that agree. Reason. Let's go to the rose ceremony. Uh, Osher Ginsburg looks terrific in a suit with a burgundy tie. He's actually a guy who I would consider to be quite cool. And, what do you uh, think of Osher? Yeah, well, you know, to me, like, I, I don't know. Like, I've said it before, and it's probably going to come up again, but I do think he's, like, a very cool guy. Okay. Um, and so, he, uh, he, the one thing he gets wrong, though, and it's kind of a mistake that he makes a lot of the time, mm. um, he's, he never quite brings enough roses to give to all of the girls, oh. and it seems to me that, like, one of, one of them usually gets so offended for not getting one that she, ha- she just actually goes She just goes leaves. Home. Yeah, it's so yeah. strange that it's, yeah. <laughs> it's weird that they follow that protocol every week where they're just like, oh, fuck, I'm so hot. I'm just gonna yeah. leave. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, fuck, I blew it again. Did it I again. can't believe it. And Richie, every time, is like, mate, come on. <laughs> come on, dude. I was hanging out with, like, 20 women fucking five <laughs> seconds ago. Now suddenly there's, like, six left. <laughs> what are you doing to me, mate? Yeah, come on, dude. 
I love that um, Richie doesn't understand the premise of this show either. <laughs> it hasn't been explained to him at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Richie works his way down the list. Um, Rachel uh, is the first name called. Um, when there are three girls remaining, um, Alex, Faith, and Kiki, you can actually see Faith and Kiki are crying. Um, it's sort of pretty heartbreaking, actually. I, I don't know. It was sort of, I stopped for a second and, um, when I noticed that. I was like, I can't write any snarky uh, retorts to read out on my Bachelor podcast. It's a real person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, with real feelings who are real getting hurt in that, in that scenario. Yeah. Um, and it is, yeah, it kind of sucks because Faith and Kiki have obviously grown close during the show. Um, and yeah. they realize that it's not going to be Alex who's going home. Uh, yeah. And instead, it's going to be one of them. And that's sad for them that their friendship has yeah. to come to an end. Basically, yeah. Um, they so can't yeah, hang anyway. out after the show. It's forbidden. Yeah. Uh, Faith's name gets called So Keeks is cut um, R- Richie says Kiki I know you're going to make some guy really happy Some guy? <laughs> some guy <laughs> I know you're going to make some fucking dude Really happy <laughs> Joe Bloggs <laughs> um, So yeah So Keeks doesn't cry in the limo She says she's grateful to Richie for the experience It's all handled pretty well She's um, fine but, She doesn't care But again like, There's just no drama in this episode really nope. There's absolutely nothing, and the attempts to manufacture drama using Faith as the vessel, mm. no, sorry. No. Um, it's not believable. I will say the one thing that they did do quite well uh, during the rose ceremony was give Steph a rose early. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, They didn't need was... to keep that boiling. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, and in that sense, like you were made to realize as an audience member <gasps> that someone, one of the originals is going home. Totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which one of these women that you've grown to know on. and accept. Yeah, um, and then also it makes the the reveal at the end of the next episode a little more interesting because um, maybe if she gets an early rose, you think she's a little safer. Perhaps yes. Um, speaking of the next episode, let's get into it, right? Let's do it. Yeah, I'm glad that we got through that. Thank you. All right, so let's keep it moving. Uh, let's go to episode twelve because episode eleven didn't need you to be honest. Goodbye. Yeah, episode eleven kind of sucked. Yep. Um, Episode 12, however, really sucked. In my <laughs> really? <laughs> no, I really no, liked no. episode 12. I thought this was the best, best episode of the season. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I had some problems with this episode. We'll get into it, obviously. I've teased it already. Um, we're getting very close to hometowns, though, at this point, which is interesting. Like, things are heating up, um, and there's not that much time left. Uh, Faith says, hopefully, there's time for more single dates, because um, we really are cutting it pretty fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so this this cool dude um, strolls in, and uh, What's his, his name, name? Is o- his name's Osher Ginsberg. I haven't heard of him before. Oh man, he's very cool. Have you he- have you ever heard of the Osher Ginsberg podcast? No. Oh man, it's very good. It's hosted by this cool guy whose name is Osher Ginsberg. Um, wow. Okay. You might actually recognize him because he's been on TV and stuff. I think he's on this uh, dating show or something. I did, yeah, like I honestly I don't know a thing about him, but I'll take mm. your word for it. He does seem to be uh, a very cool dude. I just think it's a cool get for this show. Like, it's yeah. really cool for them to be able to like have a big star like this on, and like a big podcast megastar. Yeah, that's cool. And like, it makes me think like I'm a big podcast megastar. Like, when's my turn? You know, that's real cool. Anyway, Osher strolls in. He gathers the final six, um, and he urges them that time with Richie is now more precious than ever. Rachel, Faith, and Steph haven't had second single dates yet. So, Osha produces a card. Um, the clue reads, there's a big kid in all of us, um, which comes off kind of creepy. It does. Um, but anyway, it's for Faith. Um, 
we're not surprised. We saw it in all the previews. Like, you know, they've been advertising the program. Uh, but, you know, she's excited. She's relieved. Um, she's looking forward to her date. Um, so at this point, Richie strolls in to meet the girls. Uh, he picks up Faith, um, says that whenever they're together, they're always laughing. So he has to go get something special that he has planned for the date. Um, the girls are speculating at this point it might be like a funny costume or uh, it might be a clown. Bring back um, the clown suit. I thought yeah. that was funny from the girls who obviously had such disdain for having to get dressed up in weird costumes for to satisfy Richie's fetishes early oh, totally, in the season. Yeah. They're like, oh, maybe it's uh, maybe it's Richie's turn. But no, it's not. Um, it's 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 Hamish Blake. Ah! Hamish Blake. The television funny man. He's well, <laughs> yeah. That's what. What is it? Yeah. Okay. We'll get to that. Okay. Um, yeah. Hamish Blake. You know, from uh, you might recognize him. He's a uh, he's an underwear model. I think first and foremost. Uh, uh, yes, that's true. Um, I think uh, a friend of the show, James Colley, uh, pointed out that we might recognize him from the Amish and Handy uh, show. That's a very funny um, tweet. That's a very funny tweet. Yeah, which I which I think is his his hit comedy podcast about like building barns and houses and stuff. That's right, but with no running water. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, and definitely no like electricity or anything like that. Um, oh man, I would kill to watch the rum spring out. Like, what was that reality show you were telling me about a couple episodes ago? Oh, breaking ago? Amish. Yeah, breaking Amish, but oh, Hamish Blaking Amish, dude. <laughs> have I got a pitch for you? <laughs> this is what we should do in between Bachelor and Bachelorette. Come on, Blaking Amish. I am a hundred percent in for that. And then we put him in a uh, in a city to experience uh, electricity and television for the first time after mm-hmm. he's been Amish for like two weeks. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, so yeah, if you're not familiar with Hamish Blake, he's a TV comedy guy who's on the radio and you know a, who he is. Yeah. Everyone knows him. Um, Richie describes him as the number one funny man in Australia. I kid you not. It is. That's the funniest thing. So funny. It like, I mean, there, there were a lot of funny things that happened this episode, but this is the mm-hmm. funniest thing that happened in the whole episode. This is pure Richie robotics. Uh, it's bizarre. It's really it's just so strange. Like you yeah. could say like. I love Hamish Blake. I've seen mm-hmm. him on Hamish and Andy. He used to be on Spicks and Specs on the TV. That's the thing. Hamish Blake is so ubiquitous and has been for so long. It would be so simple for Richie to have anything to say about him at all. He's the most like mainstream voice in comedy. Well, I don't know. Like, like you know, he's he's everywhere. Sure. Um, but Richie has nothing to say about him except what's on the palm card. Um, <laughs> it's so funny And like The thing about Hamish and Andy Is that they are so ubiquitous And so clever at what they do Because like Do you have any idea What I was, I was talking about this with someone recently Like What How they align politically Or what their views are On any popular issue No That's the thing They don't They don't go into that Exactly Yeah Yeah Um. And so it makes it even funnier That like The most neutral comedian in the country, the most mm. people-pleasing comedian in the country, yeah, is Australia's number one funny man, according to Richie, who has nothing to say about him. <laughs> Absolutely zero cut through with Richie. Richie doesn't even seem there's no element of like him being starstruck or even him like recognizing Hamish Blake as a in popular any way. celebrity in no. any way. It's very very strange. I don't think maybe they have Hamish and Andy out on the rope where Richie works. <laughs> maybe that's it. Yeah, maybe they can't get the signal out that far. Even with uh, the powerful commercial radio transmitters that they have. 
Yeah, I think that what they need to do is build a Dyson branded commercial radio transmitter. Mm, that's not a bad idea. And you told can my order dad, it on Manulog? Oh my god, that's so good. I told my dad <laughs> about the uh, Dyson hairdryer this morning because I called him for yeah. Father's Day. And he lost his shit. He doesn't have any hair, but he mm-hmm. was like, fuck, like that's so cool. Like He likes things with motors and Dyson things generally. He's got a Dyson uh-huh. vacuum cleaner. He likes how powerful they are and how much they get done. He was like, that's so sick. You should get one for Georgie, this, this, this. And I was like, maybe mm-hmm. I will. Yeah. I mean, it feels inevitable to me. Yeah. I think at this point... I don't point- know why, but for some reason, the minute we saw it on screen, the minute we saw that very obvious cutaway uh, all those weeks ago, uh, I just knew that, we, were, you know, between the two of us, we were going to wind up with one of these things in our lives. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, Hamish Blake, remember this guy? He's in control of the date. Cool. Uh, and he's excited um, because he's a big Bachelor fan. Good on you, Hamish. Come nah, on he our truly podcast. is. Yeah, yeah. Um, ha- like, if you listen to his podcast, The Hamish and Andy Show, he talks a lot about reality TV. He really likes Survivor um, a lot. Hmm. And he also likes uh, Hamish. Nope, doesn't like Hamish and Andy. That's his, that's his program. He likes The Bachelor. I'm sure he likes it enough. Yeah. Yeah, he's a Bachelor um, fan. It's cool. That's actually really, that's cool. He's kind of just like a guy like you and me. And like, you know, like, it, 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 he's not some separate class of people who just because he has a more successful comedy career you know his podcast is doing really well on itunes it doesn't mean that we're any different and like we can achieve that as well exactly and i mean like if you're looking at it in degrees of perfection pretty Mm -hmm. inseparable Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. don't mention i don't know if we talked about how perfect this podcast is at the top of the episode but it does appear to be quite a perfect episode yeah that's the thing like even when the bachelor itself is not perfect it's so good to be able to produce something that's perfect about it so that people will still think like perfect thoughts yeah and it's nice for us to check in halfway through the episode and and feel like we're doing perfect things as well yeah i would say so far 100 percent. let's see if we can hit 101 sure hamish says uh the ultimate way to test their love uh is to make them look after a three-year-old toddler uh and guess who's gonna play the toddler it's hamish blake funny man number one australia's Um, number one funny man that's right, yeah. Um, uh, so Hamish gets dressed up as Rory, a three-year-old um, with a dinosaur backpack. Uh, he's not potty trained, etc., etc., etc. He says, if you fail to take care of me, your date could end at any moment. And so this is what we get for the single date. We get number one funny man in Australia, Hamish Blake, pretending to be a three-year-old, uh, not committing to the character at all, uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it. This is my position on the issue. Um, talking in three, talking in third person does not mean that you're a child. Nope. And uh, would it kill you to do a high pitched voice, Hamish? Huh? I loved the level of non commitment that he went to. I oh. think that that is what made this episode. Yeah, I he, loved I mean, the like the few number of fucks that he gave, and he started out as like. You know, at the very start of the date, he was communicating in, like, head shakes and, like, lots mm-hmm. of gestures and simple language. Mm-hmm. And, like, by halfway through the day, he was clearly like, no, don't give a shit. And he was like, he was like take me to the toilet. Yeah, I need to use the toilet, please. <laughs> um, I, I was a big fan of this. So, you were into it. Okay, so I don't want to be too down on it, um, but I, I had a few problems. I'm going to refer to Hamish as Rory because that is how he chooses to be addressed in character, although the character, pretty flimsy. We talked about it. Um, Rory wants food, um, so they're going to go out to lunch. Uh, but first, there's some family fun in the Renault. 
Um, which, by the way, I noticed the number plate is DDH44D. Not very funny at all. No. Um, so, you know, they're, they're goofing around in the car. Hamish, as Rory, uh, asks whether Daddy has a type um, and whether Mummy's the only girl that Daddy's seeing, etc. Um, you know, that's kind of funny. Um, except subversive. Sub- sub- yeah. Subversive, subversive, and fun. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. Um, I will say that I don't think Richie is very good in these situations. No, he's so um, bad. Because he's kind of just deflecting it and like it, there's no back and forth at all. It he makes you wish... put on the spot so badly. Yeah, totally. But it, it does make you wish that we had a Bachelor who was slightly better at rolling with the punches like this. Like maybe Having any like... sense of comedic timing at all or understanding of how this works. Yeah, exactly. And like maybe it should be somebody who like has proven comedy chops and has had a podcast for several years and um you know is a is a funny guy and did stand up one time and people said it was great. Um uh, or it could be somebody else. To? I don't know. You just you know, just hypothetically. <clears throat> um where were we? <laughs> uh they show up to the Glenory Bakery Cafe. Um wow, so glamorous. Um uh, Faith and Richie believe the Rory character so much that they've forgotten that the little boy that they're looking after is number one funny man in Australia, Hamish Blake. Crazy. And so like, so so Hamish is like he's like flipping tables over. He's like making a mess. He's being noisy, and they have all these shots of extras being like, hmm? "How rude! Oh, God, my monocle's falling out. Oh, I'm clutching my pearls." I'm but it's like Daisy. This guy's Hamish Blake. Every fucking single person knows who this is. You, you don't need to pretend know who you're this outraged. Is. Yeah. So any embarrassment that he's causing is like going to be explained away immediately. And Absolutely. also, there's cameras everywhere. We're making a TV show. Like, <laughs> uh, I think I that know. these people maybe just came for like. I mean, there are situations where you could be offended. Like, what if you were on your way to a wake or something? I guess. You know, maybe. like, what if you were in mourning? What, like, what if you were going to a baptism and? or trying to have a nice family lunch, or what if your marriage is falling apart, and mm. then all of a sudden Hamish Blake is there and flipping tables over, and you're trying to say to your wife, like, look, Denise, I know this isn't working out right now, like, mm. but stick with it, honey. You know, we've got to keep going. I love you, Denise. And then there's, like, fucking tables yeah. in the background and well, maybe, cameras Well, maybe you're trying to... Maybe you're trying to host a discussion about some kind of important social or political event or, yep. or position or whatever. At the, um, the Mudgy and- Bakery Cafe. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. Glenory, not not Mudgy Max. Mm. Um, I think it was. Well, in do you mean? Yeah, I believe it when I see it. They might have just put a sign over the sign. You know what I mean? <laughs> Stuck something up. Um, but yeah, like if he's doing his award-winning brand of like offbeat comedy um, that doesn't offend anybody uh, and doesn't really take a stance on those types of things, like maybe that'd be really distracting. Sure. Oh boy! Uh, Make up your mind, Hamish. And he's yeah. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. I refuse. I'm a baby. Um, so they rock up at an empty strike bowling bar, uh, ding, um, where Rory has problems with stairs. He has problems with tying his shoes. Uh, and yeah, he, he has problems playing this character. Um, uh, he cheats at 10-pin bowling. Uh, he kind of flirts with Faith. I, maybe maybe I want to hear your read on this, because by this point, I was kind of annoyed. But w- was, this, was this charming you? Were you getting one, one over? I thought it was just dumb and fun. Yeah. I think it was, like, fun to see this on the TV in what usually is a show that has, like, so much, uh, like, manufactured chaos with That's no, true. like, comedic sensibility about it. You know, the the best that you get is an editor who sneaks in a line about, like, 
balls or something. Yeah. Face yeah. said a few episodes ago. And for someone to come in and just clearly like have no real interest in actually, you know, generating romance, but instead in just like trying to be funny and make them feel mm. uncomfortable and be in an awkward situation. I was, I was here for that. I thought it was cool. He almost reminds me of, um, so there's this character in my favorite movie, Suicide Squad, and he's called the Jokester. <laughs> and everywhere he goes, he just causes chaos. And the fucked up craziest thing about it is he actually thinks it's so funny. And like mm. this guy, the Jokester, like he thinks he's so funny because all he does is play mean tricks on people. But at the end of the day, it's like we're hurting people's feelings. Mm. And please stop it. And don't mail people fucking poo in an envelope or whatever the hell no wasn't it like i don't know we don't need to touch on this. i didn't watch it mm, well it's the best movie you'll ever see mm, uh look, i uh yeah look i saw the suicide diaries and i was like i don't think i want to want to see that's this enough one. yeah yeah i saw the suicide girls and i was like oh i'm just gonna look at this <laughs> sorry that's disgusting um you're gross yeah thanks man um <laughs> He also, yeah, so so one thing that, that Rory or Hamish Blake does on this date, which is, I think, an interesting choice, um, is he flirts with Faith, like, quite a bit. He's a married man, I would just say at this point. Oh, okay, so I didn't know that. Hamish is, he, he is married, so that's good. I guess it's all good, clean, fun, or whatever. But it is a little bit fucked up, because he is dressed as a three-year-old, um, and, like, you know, he, he specifically wants Faith's help in the bathroom, like, when he's like, I need to go party, or whatever. And sure. he's like, Richie, please stay outside. Like, we're going to go into the bathrooms now. Um, but just seeing him dressed up as a tiny little child, it's, like, kind of fucked up. And, and the amount that Hamish seems to be having fun, like, Almost makes me think maybe he's getting up on it in a way. Okay, I, I don't want to. I just, I you I know, just obviously fun. we're 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 contemporaries. Um, he and I, we're, I mean, we're basically <laughs> colleagues because um, we work together at at the iTunes charts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so you know, I don't want to throw stones, but yeah, it's a little it's a little messed up. He uh, he wants Faith to sing the toilet song. That's a quote. Um, <laughs> I. I'm, I'm going to pay that because making her make up a toilet song, which is, it's not a thing. It's um, funny. Just off the top of the dome. That's funny. I like that. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't yeah, know. This was good. And I thought like, because she clearly was like a squeamish girl and didn't want to go into the men's toilets mm-hmm. and him mm-hmm. making her do that was just funny. I thought. Yeah. Yep. Um, at this point, they're excited to send Rory off to bed. Um in a in a little in the moment interview, Hamish says he gave him a hard time on the date because life is not all pancakes and lollipops. Great, great, totally a phrase. Um, so anyway, Faith and Richie dress him uh, and they tuck him into bed. They dress him, by the way. Um, they tuck him up into bed. Uh, then they get to have a nice night in. Uh, this is <laughs> one of the worst things I've seen in my life. Um, Richie pulls out his phone and orders menu log. Ah. Uh. Um, it's just it's so it's, gross. It's the most blatant product placement I think that we've seen, even including the Dyson, like anything else included. Because it arrives and it shows up in a menu log bag, which is and just not a thing. That's not a thing. And also, can we talk about, we didn't ever see like what they ate. No. They, There's just a bag so that dumb. says menu log on it. Because if it's a good menu log Add or like you know come out, like drop in or whatever. Yeah. They should go. Oh, there's so much to choose from. We could have blank. We could have blank, or we could have blank. Oh, let's try blank. Like it should yep. go like that. But oh, instead, the service was so quick. We got it so fast. 
Yeah, exactly. But instead, it's just like mystery food that we never see. Arrives. Yeah. It's placed on a table. Never it's mentioned. It's like they think that our favorite thing about menu log is ordering it. <laughs> or, or like looking at the packaging of it, but not the food. It's insane. But anyway, so they cheers um, They cheers to an incredible memory with yep. Hamish Blake. Um, we have to talk about them kissing. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, firstly, it is notable that they kiss because prior to this, Richie kisses Hamish like six times on this date. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay, I wasn't giving track. I, I like, been... he kisses Hamish on the face so many times during this date, to the point where I feel like Hamish gets quite uncomfortable with it. Faith isn't kissing yeah. him. Yeah, that's true. Faith Richie's isn't kissing, kissing him, him Richie's... on the head and on the and face not kissing Faith. so much. No, 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 no. So, when Richie and Faith lock lips at the end of the date, mm. Richie has kissed Hamish, like, <laughs> seven times that day. <laughs> Maybe Faith is into it, though. Maybe she's like, oh, I'm getting secondhand uh, Hamish Blake kisses. Secondhand Blakey. Mm. Um, so, Faith realizes that she didn't get a rose. On wait, the wait, 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 wait. Again, sorry. The other fucked up thing where Hamish Blake gets out of bed and they're making out. Hamish, uh, sorry, Richie and, and Faith oh, yeah. are making out on the couch. And Hamish gets up out of bed. And then he like peeks around the corner and the camera zooms in on his face as he watches them make out. It's fucked. It is so fucked. fucked. It's so funny. So like, I don't know if you can deny that, um, that Hamish is getting something out of this (laughs) (laughs) through his personal memory banks or whatever. When you see something like that, doesn't he say something? He says something. He's like, um, he's like, yeah, I can't remember what it is. I don't know. I don't remember what it was, but it was very, I thought it was. I've had a wonderful day. (laughs) Happy Father's Day, Daddy. Funny, subversive uh, piece of comedy for a show that does none of that usually, and for them to include something that that is that like that creepy, cringe, funny. I thought that was really funny. It was good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll play that. It it is like it's less safe than than the show usually is. Um, I don't know if this is my exact brand of comedy, um, but uh, yeah, some some of it's really good. Sure. Um, God, we have so much more fucking Bachelor to talk about. Do we? We do. There's a whole other single date. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, um, Elena reads the next single date card. Um, things are starting to make sense, says the clue. Uh, and it's a, it's a single date for Rachel. Um, their last date, if you remember, was on a bad boat. That's right. It was a boat date. Uh-huh. And, uh, and it, there was booze and a creepy old oh, man. Oh, rum man. Yes. Yeah. Um, so that was, that was interesting. And this one will be less interesting if you ask me, um, (laughs) this, this time they're going to explore the five senses. Um, so, you know, they're walking, they're sort of strolling through a garden, um, and there will be various things that will, uh, that they'll come upon, (laughs) gross, um, that they will find and see and engage with, uh, that will set their senses reeling or whatever the fuck. I don't know. (laughs) The Back show didn't bother man. to introduce I think this. You can just say "come upon" and leave it at that. Okay, "come upon" and it is. So, firstly, <laughs> firstly, the sense of sight. Um, they take a few uh, Polaroid selfies together. Great, great. Um, next, <laughs> next, they meet a fragrance specialist by the name of Samantha Taylor at a little stall, um, where she invites them to smell a bunch of different samples. Um, at this point, they play the Mr. E's Beautiful Blues music again. Oh, yep. Um, even though Rachel has brown hair. Um, so weird. 
Very strange. Um, but she doesn't get voted off this episode. She's still in the game. Yeah. Um, so they're putting together a mixture of these different scents. Um, one of them smells just like roses. <gasps> just like roses do. Wow. Um, and uh, so they make a scent together. Uh, and Rachel says uh, Richie makes her feel special. So, you know, it's going nicely. You definitely feel it from Rachel in this episode, I kind of think. I think she likes him. Yeah, I think so too. I, it doesn't feel faked, although it doesn't feel all that, like, sort of deep and, or, you know, uh, uh, all-encompassing either. Really, no, but it does feel like two people who kind of, or at least from Rachel's end, it feels like she quite likes him and she could be yeah. into this. Yep. Um, so they stroll down uh, to the next station, um, which is for the sense of touch. Um, Richie has some massage oil uh, and he suggests a foot massage out of nowhere. <laughs> it's so very weird. For him? Um, I think for either, maybe? It's a little hard to tell. He's, it's yeah. so weird. Um, Rachel shuts him down because, <laughs> like, yeah, no, I'm not making foot fetish on TV right now. Um, wait, foot fetish porn, I should have said. <laughs> Probably shouldn't have said, actually. Um, you've said Rachel the right suggests thing. Whatever you've done, it was perfect. <laughs> Rachel, thank you. Uh, Rachel suggests maybe a hand massage instead. <laughs> um, that's the thing, right? A hand massage? Sure. Next up is the sense of taste. They feed each other literally one piece of sushi. Um, <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I, I don't think this single date is very good. This I date, there was just no planning. And I think that what happened is that when Megan left, they were like, mm. fuck, we've run out of dates. Yeah, yeah, you, know, you like, might be right. Maybe they had planned on having a double or something like that to get rid of people. There hasn't been a two-on-one. Yeah, yeah, there hasn't been a two-on-one. There hasn't been that kind of thing. Um, and I think that probably what's happened is that they've run out of dates and they've needed to manufacture something quick smart. Yeah. Um, and yeah. this walk through a park with touching and f- smelling and hearing and feeling is it's what shit. happened. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess they're like they're expecting you paying more attention to your menu log than the TV show at this point. It probably would have yep. arrived by now if you ordered it when Richie did. Because, um, yeah, it's, they're really just not trying. Um, although, um, their fifth and final sense, um, hearing, uh, is engaged when Richie uh, reads uh, a letter from someone really special. Um, it's a message from her mum. That is nice. I mean, it's nice. And it does feel like it probably did come from her mum. It's probably not from a producer. Yeah. Um, Although, well, I don't know. Maybe I'm being paranoid. Um, the, the letter reads as follows. You are so loved by everyone in your family and by so many others. I think that you are beautiful both inside and outside. I think maybe Richie snuck that line in. Yeah, I think so. Mm. I've missed hearing your laughter and spending time with you. I also love the way that you never close your heart to the prospect of falling in love. Love is worth the risk and is my hope and prayer that you find it with someone who is worthy of you. God bless. Love, mum. So it's nice. Yeah, and nice. you can tell, like Rachel, you know, getting a, getting a bit of a taste of home, like makes her feel good. Um, yes, and you know, the, the two of them really seem to be vibing at this point, or at least you know, you can at least tell that Rachel's keen on Richie. Um, she says that she didn't think uh, that a man like Richie existed. Yeah, you can't really tell if Richie's keen on anything other than menu log. I don't think. Yeah, yeah, and even with the menu log, he wasn't all that excited. He just <laughs> really liked the app. Oh, look at these clean lines, and this scroll is very, very efficient. <laughs> Um, the UX on this is outstanding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the UX, um, gorgeous. <laughs> I think your UX is absolutely beautiful. <laughs> he should be an app tester. He should. All right, so we, we let's go to the cocktail party. Um, mm-hmm. There are six girls remaining. Alex is feeling unsafe. 
Steph feels anxious because she's had the least amount of time with Richie because she's a newbie. And Nikki's- she's going home. She's so clearly going home. Yes, that's right. It's very obvious. Um, Nikki says there's a one in six chance of her going home. She's like, well, I mean, like, I'm not going home. But statistically speaking, if you want to look at it from that perspective, like, yeah, I guess so. Um <laughs> Rachel returns home. She's over the moon with how her date went, um, but she didn't bring a rose back with her. So she's still up on the chopping block too, hypothetically. And do you know why this is? Why she didn't come home with a rose? Yes. Uh, no, I don't know. Did they use it to make the perfume? Let me put it to you this way. Ready? Okay. Mm-hmm. Alex is safe. Yep. Nikki is safe. Yep. Who else have we got? Elena's um, safe. There's no Elena's way that he's safe. sending any of those three home. They've all been yep. on double dates. Or, or second mm-hmm. dates. Faith gets Ra- a second date. Yeah. Rachel gets a second date. Yeah. He gives those two roses. Yeah. There is no, no suspense at all. Yeah, exactly. There's no There's no point. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I think you're right. Uh, it would tell us too much to have them get roses, even though I'm sure he's feeling it because he read her a letter from her mum and stuff. I mean, like, a letter from the mum is the clearest sign that she's going to go to hometowns, right? Yes. Like... I didn't think Rachel necessarily would, but I mean, unless they're doing it in place of taking her to hometowns. Oh, maybe. I think we're going to see Rachel in the final four. I think it'll be Rachel, Nikki, Alex, and it'll be Elena or Faith. Yeah. Yeah. I think Faith will probably go, even though I think maybe she is better than Elena in some ways. Yeah. Well, what's Elena's family like? Do we know that they live in the country? Mm, that's true. We haven't. We. I mean, obviously, we haven't looked into it. We haven't talked about it. Um, well, I guess do you remember last up... season of The Bachelorette, they had that British guy called Alex, and instead yeah. of his family, it was just like, "Oh, we'll meet my friend." Yeah, he's like, "Oh, this is a place I like to hang out in the Blue Mountains. Welcome to my hometown date." It's like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that was interesting. I wonder. I mean, yeah, they could they could easily do the same thing with Elena. I know she's Sydney based, so maybe they'll just go to Sydney. Well, they're in. Well, I mean, they're in. They're, in <laughs> they're there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so maybe they'll explore, I don't know, where they used to shoot The Bachelor <laughs> in Sydney or whatever. Um, okay. So there's no Rose. It's all even Stevens. Richie pops up. He's stolen away by Faith. Uh, Alex wants to have a more in-depth chat about her son, Elijah, and show Richie some photos of him, um, for the first time. Um, so Richie actually steals Alex away next. Um, so the, the white privilege, the white Rose doesn't pop up again. Um, Rachel mentions to camera that she thinks Richie isn't ready for a child at this moment, which is like, okay, thanks. No one asked you, Rachel. (laughs) Um, so Alex and Rachel sit down together and Alex says that she wants Richie to put quote, a name to a face, which is not a phrase. Um, you got that. Um, but yeah, so we see some pics of this little kid. He is a cute little kid, Max. Yeah. He's a cutie pie. Yeah. Uh, looks like his mom. Yep. Yep. Uh, I believe it. No, I don't know why I have to say that I believe everything. <laughs> no one's questioning that, really. Um, well, Rachel might. Well, yeah, Rachel. Maybe Rachel doesn't believe that there's a child at all. <laughs> Interesting. That'd be something. Richie, um, at this point, he's still processing whether or not he's ready to be a carer for Elijah. He's been processing this ever since the first fucking episode. He sure has. He's um, he's really taken his time. Um, Alex reiterates, and she said this before, but she she reiterates that he does already have a father. Um, but you know, so, so like he wouldn't have to be this kid's dad. Um, he would just have to be his best friend. Yeah, basically. Yeah, and and he would have to love Elijah. Um, but she says she'll be here with him too, uh, and she'll take it at his pace. 
Um, and, you know, she feels good for getting this off her chest and, you know, broaching the subject again. She feels that her final wall has come down. Mm-hmm. Although I don't, I'm not getting very much encouragement from Richie here. Like, he's really just kind of still thinking about it, which, like, yeah. get a fucking wriggle on. Yep, yep, get it together, mate. Yeah. It's uh, 10 episodes into The Bachelor. You've been there for 10 weeks. You've had yeah. two, two and a half months to think about whether you want this or not. This yeah, massive exactly. life-changing thing. Yeah. Fucking hurry up. Yeah. So, uh, let's go to the rose ceremony. Um, Osher Ginsberg, um, who's this guy, he was on radio for a while, um, and I think he might even still be, but he, he's also on TV. Um, and, I, you know, if you ask me, I actually think he's really cool. Um, he sounds cool. Yeah, he just seems like a cool guy. I don't know what it is about him. He's just, like, got this coolness. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyway, he greets the six remaining women. Um, there are five roses to give out, so one woman will be going home. Uh, Faith gets the first rose, then Alex, Nikki, Elena, and finally Rachel. So, Steph, the last remaining intruder, is sent home. Uh, cool. So, I'm really glad we all went through that then, right? All this intruder stuff, very well. It was so good. It was great to go through all the intruder stuff. Mm-hmm. The thing of, that I loved about them was their sense of adventure, which so clearly mm. came across on the show. I could tell that all three of them were actually like down for just about anything, and I mm. love that. I love that in a bachelor. Contestant. It was really, yeah, it was sick to see them like, sorry, no, it was sickening. Yeah. That's, that, that's, I think that's what we, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that we got to meet Steph. However, briefly, um, she, she was, she's cool. I don't know. We, we didn't get that much of an impression of her really. We've had it for we like two, three weeks. get an impression of anyone this season. And that's the thing. Like we know nothing about what anyone does outside of this show. Yeah. The that's characterization true. this season, I was, I was talking to, uh, Georgie and, and my friend Rachel on Friday night, the characterization on this show has been so shallow. Yeah. You know nothing about Alex other than that she has a child, right? She has a child. Yeah, that's it. There is Everyone is a one note character. It's paper thin. Yeah, it really is. Everything has been like Faith, what, like she's a hairdresser and that was given at the start of the first episode, but like, yeah, we haven't talked she about like, it though. You know, Elena's mysterious. Rachel yeah. is is a bit snarky and older. Has brownish hair and a little older. Is a, yeah, is a brunette. Um, mm-hmm. I just don't. I like the characterization on this show has been so minimal yeah. and like. I it mean, feels look like at, look at Richie, who is that's why. the main character of the show. He that's has exactly no personality. why. Like, yeah, Richie they, has they no personality out of him. And like, this is the thing. Like, this is why Faith pops off the screen whenever she's on the screen. Yeah, is because yeah. she clearly has a personality that is fun and bubbly. And she, it, she sort of brings Richie to his level. Yeah, yeah. He to her level, rather. Her. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it makes him sort of uh, have a personality in that sense. Yeah, but for that to happen, Steph has to leave. Um, she bids the other women goodbye. Um, she wishes Richie well. She makes a pretty classy exit, in my opinion. Um, she's a little yep. bit upset, but she accepts that things happen for a reason. And she says she's just got to suck it up. Which, like, Who does it yeah. come down to? Steph and whom? Uh, it is Steph and Rachel. Rachel's the mm. second last. I'm sorry, Rachel's last, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think Rachel's probably going to stick around another week. I think we'll see her for a while. Yeah. Um, so that's it for this episode. We see the next time on Bachelor. Um, we see a little preview for what Network 10 is calling Hometown Week, um, which seems to involve both like a pre-Hometown episode and a Hometown episode, as far as I can tell. It seems uh-huh. a little arbitrary. Um, still, it does make me wonder if, if um, because we get those two episodes back to back, the next week, are we going to get an all fuck week week? Like, it's possible we have... or we'll get a tell all. Oh, yeah. That's probably more likely. But I, I really hold out hope that we, 
they should even have like a fuck week marathon where like <laughs> so we're down to the final three so there's three people to fuck and it's happening once every night so we should be like wednesday thursday friday three One, night fuck marathon in sure. real time sure but how are they going to put survivor on oh that's true how are uh, we going to watch survivor three nights a week i do like survivor um i know but i don't have a podcast about it and people rarely fuck on it. And it's weird that, yeah, people, like, other than Robin Amber in the final night of season eight, Survivor All-Stars, um, <laughs> there has been no sex on Survivor. <laughs> um, I want to know a lot more about that, but maybe we'll talk about it off mic. They fell in love, yeah. Oh, well, that's nice. It's fine. And then they were the final two. It's really nice. Oh, that's, and that's they're married now beautiful. and they have three kids. Oh, come on, Max. That's so sweet. Yeah, I know. It's so great. And Rob is like Rob Mariano and he's like the best player of all of Survivor. There should history. be a reality show where it's like that outcome all the time. And like that's It would the really goal. be nice. Yeah. Wouldn't that be cool? It would be uh, like just people fall in love and get married. Yeah. Yeah, it would be do really a lot good. Of smooching each other and mm. and also do a tough mutter course. <laughs> um and Hamish Blake's there. <laughs> so next time on The Bachelor, Bachelor goes Bush. Um, Richie takes the women off-road on a camping trip uh, to narrow down the final five to a final four. Um, cool. So we're off to Mudgy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, everyone jumping in the old ute. Uh, <laughs> so, so yeah, some of the women fit in pretty well, and some of them are a little bit too, shall we say, mysterious. Woo! She's not used to this country living. Doesn't this, like it. She's a town mouse. So we're going to be set up for Elena to potentially make... It, the cut in the next episode and I mean, he will send Rachel or Faith home? Yeah, maybe. Uh, unless that's just some crazy tease and nonsense and she'll be fine. Yeah. I feel like she hasn't fulfilled her uh, her bachelor destiny yet. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's what I mean. I think Elena, if she's being portrayed as being someone who's negative and ha- not having a good time on this date, mm-hmm. I think she'll probably stick around. Yeah, I agree. Um, so that's it. That's the end of that app. That's the end of The Bachelor for this week. Um, uh... Kinda. Is it the end of the podcast? I'm, it might be. I just realized that we didn't talk about... Uh, they they announced the new American Bachelor. Oh, um, yeah. Which, I, you know, we don't... It's not our territory necessarily, but, you know, I'm excited. Uh, Nick Vile, who has been on the show before, has been runner-up twice, and he's currently on <laughs> Bachelor in Paradise. Um, Poor dude. Getting a gleamingly positive edit. Um, uh, he's so good. Yeah, um, and he is, I mean, he is good. He's hes talking smack about the people who are doing bad things on that show and stuff. Um, yeah. But, you know, he's hes really being painted, like, you know, uh, uh, when I heard that he, he had been announced as the new Bachelor, as opposed to somebody who was on The Bachelor or Bachelorette last season, um, I was kind of like, oh, yeah, of course. Of course uh, they're sitting yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. It makes so much sense. Um, but that'll be an interesting one to watch. Yeah. I'm um, excited. But, I'm yeah, excited about it. We'll touch on that later. I'm excited too, yeah. Um, always nice to have more Batch on the horizon. Uh, God knows we're never going to run out. No, it's true. And I am so excited that we get to have a whole second season of this show talking about all of these men who are going to compete for Georgia Love's Heart. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Um, and, and one thing I do want to say, like... Um, oh, did, did I already say this? I did, yes. Okay, good. All right, well, we've said it. That's uh, That's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to our podcast again. Um, it makes us feel very happy. I want to start again. All right. Max, take it from the top. Okay, Welcome. Well, Hello. Okay. Thank you so much. Take it from the top. All right. That's very good. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Uh, rate and review us on iTunes if you wouldn't mind. If you want to give us five stars, that would be really good because we would love that and be nice boys. 
Um, yeah, if you get the chance to do something like that, it would really, really help us get the podcast out to more people, get superstar yeah. celebrity guests on the show, all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, and also, we would be if you so want, nice about it, like we would just be so nice. Oh yeah, like we're gonna make it worth your while. Like, like with it would good, be the nicest. Yeah. Um, we're gonna we're gonna sweeten the deal a little bit by putting out a very good podcast all the time, which, in my opinion, is actually very fucking perfect. It is. Yeah. It's gone um, beyond perfect now, and it's kind of very perfect. Yeah. That's the read I'm so getting on nice. it right now. It's so nice. I mean, I haven't edited this podcast yet, like <laughs> this episode, but like you can just kind of tell, you know? It's true. It's like when you when you hit a home run, you don't even watch it go out of the park. I don't really play sports, Max. Hey, if um if you want to and you're on Twitter, um go follow us. It's at B O H Pod. That's short for Bachelor of Hearts podcast, which is the name of this thing. Um, we live tweet the episodes most times they're on, uh, and we talk about other stuff during throughout the week as well. And um, we actually also uh, we did come here to make friends. So if you want to be our friend, please be our friend on Twitter. Um, what else do we have? That's about it, I guess. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Have a great week. Um, we will talk Here to you we again. Go. Mm, this is the We'll be talking to you again soon. I just, oh, I just want to say boy. I'm very excited about the episode that we have coming up uh, this week. Um, cause we're going to be recording it directly after it airs on TV and probably uploading it right. like straight away. Um, and hopefully around the time that the episode goes oh, up, it will be no. my 24th birthday. So <laughs> happy birthday, XRN. Um, please get me that five star review. It's all I want for Christmas. Um, so as always, all right, can't wait for this. I wish you, this is the bit oh. where I unplug my microphone. The very best. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I will see you next week. Max, I love you. All see right. you soon. Good boy. Love you. See ya. Bye.